Alright people, this is it. Welcome to Let's Talk About It with Radio Glendon, DJ Greasy, aka Encircle Graham. We have my co-host in the house today. What up, what up? Devin right here. <laughs> That's Devin for you. Uh, he's off social media for a bit, but he'll be back and then you can, know that. <laughs> uh, we can all follow each other. So it's our first time doing this, first time in the studio. It's going to take us a little while to get through it, but we're going to dive right into it. So first question today, or first something we're going to discuss, the first topic we're going to discuss today is basketball. Uh, we all know what happened last year with the drama with Kawhi and the Spurs uh, and how the Raptors played last year went all the way but hey, I can never get past LeBron we all know that but now he's in the oh he's now in the east he's now in the west uh, so do we think Kawhi is going to be staying here going and do we think he could he's leaving and do you think he's going to succeed in Toronto Devin he's leaving let's talk about it let's talk about it huh? he's leaving there's nothing in Toronto for Kawhi, man. Okay. However, I applaud the move the Raptors made when they acquired Kawhi. Because I felt like, you know, it was, it was, uh, we just needed that. We needed one year where we actually Oh, but you a... think Toronto cannot convince him to stay? He cannot fall in love with the city? Bro, but like, why would he stay? Give me a few reasons he would say that. Like, yeah, okay. It's a nice city. Okay. Uh, he's gonna be the number one choice. Okay. He's the he'll be the person that everyone looks up to to take the team somewhere. I know Kyle Lowry's still around, but, but but you gotta you gotta realize Kawhi is a top five player in the league. So most places he goes, he he hypothetically would go. He will be no, not the number one option. So that's not that's not really a reason. But in the East, he has a high chance of being the top player in the East. Okay. Mm. And in the United States, he has less taxes. <laughs> I'm just I'm I'm just being straight up. Yo, I I care about my money and I'm pretty sure most men's out here every we black, do. Every black man kind of cares about their money. Not, whoa, whoa, we we don't have to racialize this. Oh, <laughs> everyone does care about their money, but uh, we won't lie. We 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 got to speak the truth. We're just talking about it. Okay, cool. Let's let's talk about. But it. like, does Kawhi seem to you like a guy that would, that would make winning and going to having a better opportunity to go to, um, the finals, um, like more of a priority than money? Do you think he's that guy? I don't think all the moves he's made through his time in the NBA has not been for money. Well, only one move. Yeah, only one move. But still, I don't think he came to. He moves. For me, I think he moves to somewhere where he thinks he's going to have a chance to play and have a chance to be the top man. Yes, it was a contract he had to deal with with, uh, with uh, the Spurs, and they had to give him a full, the full money, but they didn't have it. They couldn't sign him to a full year, to a full... Well, well, I mean, he spent more than... His last, his last deal was for more than three years with the Spurs, so that means... They can they can actually give him a lot more money than a lot of teams can. Yeah, but his max was almost two hundred and fifteen million. Oh, I don't. Did you just say only in front of two hundred and fifteen? No, million? his max was. 
Did you, did you just I, say I just didn't <laughs> Okay. Yo, can, does, do you have $200, bro? I can, I can borrow from you right now? Sure. Yo, I'm oh. here trying to find $200. Oh, help. I to, wish like, I even take a ha- thing on a date real quick. And I this wish- man is saying only in front of two, <laughs> two million. Wait, wait, two, $250 million. million. Dollars. Yeah. Yo, that's a life. Hey, it's only one, only 1% of the people who make it to the big league, so. Is it, is it that much? Yeah. Like, now contracts in the NBA are ridiculous. Even in any other sport. So, $250 million for a four-year, five-year stay. Makes sense. For Kawhi, his talents. So, you know, you're not telling me he's not worth that money? Oh, no, he's worth it. I mean, he's worth it because so many, so many guys have big contracts in the NBA and they're really not. Some of them are not even playing. Chandler Parsons. Ooh, someone just spilled some tea over here right now. <laughs> Jeez. Jeez. Yo, you gotta tell, you gotta state facts though. Like, this man, yo, it's not even the fact that he's injured, but it's the way he, he has approached being injured so far. Like, he's, he's having the most fun. And you, I get it, you gotta have fun. But you gotta realize when you're on social media, the fans of the team you play on that's paying you hundreds of millions mm-hmm. is watching you. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're watching you. And they're not seeing you put work to, to, you know, recover from that injury. But, like, this man is just, like, he's a playboy. Okay. On to, on back to the money story. So, we have our own man out of Toronto playing in the, with the Timberwolves, Wiggins. Our own man. Speak, speak for yourself, my boy. Huh? Speak for yourself. Um, okay. Our own man. Yo. Tor- a man from Toronto, from Canada, playing okay. in the U.S. with the Timberwolves. Okay. There's been this argument in the NBA that he's not passionate, he only plays for the money, and he's... Do you think, or do you even follow him? I follow him. Yeah. But I can't blame him. Mm-hmm. How old is he? 22? 22, 23? Something like that. Okay. See? Yo, the man is the same age as me, man. If I was playing right now in the NBA, I most definitely assure you I would just be playing for my money. But wouldn't you have to show the team that you, I'm passionate about this. No, let me play just with. Be, pa- just be professional. That's your job. Are, are you passionate about every single job you're? No, but like you've grown up playing this game. I thought if you've anything you're passionate about, it doesn't matter whether you're getting paid two dollars for it or a hundred dollars for it. I'm speaking in terms for mm. us who are still on the low lows. Okay. As so long as you're passionate about it, you put in the time. The money will come no matter what. He's in the NBA. Still, he's not getting paid champ change. He's still getting paid a reasonable amount of money. But you got to understand, passion is not something you voluntarily show. Like, if you have... Passion is, is an emotion, you know? Just like you can tell a girl, hey, I'm not feeling this. She can't make you feel something that you just are not feeling. So we got to understand, if the man's passion is not basketball, then don't try to force him to love basketball. The man is talented at the sport. That's his way of making millions to feed his family. Let him make his millions to feed his family. He doesn't have to be passionate about it. Maybe his passion is just, yo, like going on a, on a boat ride. And, <laughs> and maybe, maybe his way of getting that money to get that boat is by playing basketball and being professional. And as far as I know, he's a professional player. Maybe, do you think maybe he doesn't want to be in the Timberwolves? Well, I mean, would you want to be in the Timberwolves if you had 29 other choices? 
<laughs> Fair enough. And um and and among those choices there is Los Angeles. Okay, right? Who doesn't um, want to play in LA? Well, okay, but you just said Toronto's a nice city and I agree. Toronto. Mm -hmm. And personally well, this is Miami. Personally I don't love Miami. I've been there. It's it sucks, guys. It really sucks. Man just said Miami sucks. Miami sucks. Unless you're like partying all day, every day, but like since he's not like an ordinary person, yeah. when I say ordinary, like he has money and stuff like that, you know, I think maybe Miami would be nice for him, you know. Right. There are so many other nice cities you could live in, man. Chicago's like full of culture, Boston, you know. Would you want to be in Minnesota, bro? I don't <laughs> Minnesota. Minnesota. I don't know nothing about Minnesota, I've so never... I won't lie. Sorry to anyone who gets offended. Okay. We don't know nothing. We. <laughs> I swear, all the nice cities have a night have a song dedicated to them. I've never heard a song called Minnesota. Oh. I've heard. I've heard. Hello Brooklyn. Hello Brooklyn. How you doing? What? What? To live and die in LA. <laughs> <laughs> what else? I can keep going, sex man. Oh my god. I don't know, man. You've never heard about a song about Minnesota. Oh shit. For Atlanta, we can go with Georgia. <laughs> oh, and this is only day one. <laughs> oh my god. I'm letting you know, man. You gotta, but you gotta, you gotta look at things from a from right. an objective point of view, right? Uh, we're gonna switch topics a bit, but before we do that, we're gonna dive into some music. This song is from mm. the past. XXTestancion, I can't say his name right. Uh, sad. Oh, sad? Okay, cool. Yeah. It's a dope song. Exercision. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Uh, they signed. There is an argument that he's the Tupac of this generation. But we'll dive into People that another time. Chill. We'll dive into that another time. Show your nipples, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we'll dive into that now for another time. But right now we're gonna dive into something that is bound to happen really soon. And that Graham is definitely happy about. Oh, hell yeah. Oh. <laughs> In every way, shape, or form you can think about it, I like anything that has to do with it. Has to do with it. And Even what is this? It oh, is called The Legalization of Marijuana. October 17th, Canada passes the law or signs the law. That was. That was. Uh, um, that was very. Excite like the way you just said that the way you were so excited about it that's just so alarming man I don't know if it's a good idea right now to do that what do you mean what just you for mean? you like I don't I I think your that excitement is kind of alarming man I don't wanna no um <laughs> personally I've been smoking for a while 
Sorry to for a while. Man, you're old as hell. You gotta like let the people know it's been like hundreds of years <laughs> since you've been smoking. <laughs> uh, this man makes me feel like I've lived on this world for a century already. Feels like it Which anyway. You have. <laughs> no, I've been here for a couple of decades. But we'll leave that for another time. Another time. Um, you don't want to tell the people the truth. Oh, the truth, grand. the truth, the truth is that I'm old, yes, I can't deny it, but the older I get, the wiser I become. The finer you get? And the finer I become. Okay, hey. you know, like man. You know, like they say, huh? man. wine ages, huh? Wine Why? Wait, I don't know. Like wine becomes. You know, I'm the, not from here. I the longer know. you live, the longer you live, wine to sit, it ages well. Like wine ages with. Well, wine. yeah. It tastes I, better while. So hey. Okay, I I, I can't be I can't be mad about my age. No, I, I'm not saying you should be mad, but you should be straight up. About oh no, I'm you don't have to say your age either. Just be like, yo, I'm old as hell, and that's that. I'm not old. I'm mature. I'm that's what it is. I'm not old. I'm mature. Snap okay. on that. But anyway, back to the legalization of weed. Um, so, I personally fully agree with it. Mm. I don't see the reason why not. It's, it's one of the things that has been tested over and over and over and over again. Yes, people have arguments about it. Oh, it does this or it affects this or is it right for your health? You, 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 you smoke cigarettes. You get cancer from that. Is it right for your health? No. We drink. Is it good for our livers? No. Please. Nothing is always 100% healthy for you. But if you do it responsibly and you understand what you're doing, I feel, why, can't, why shouldn't you? And decriminalizing it, making it legal so that people who are doing it do not feel threatened that if I touch any weed or do something I'm yeah. gonna end up in jail. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. So wait Devin, but, um who, let's talk about it. Who who introduced the idea? Uh oh, I don't know. Imagine. I'm not from Canada. I don't know. When I came here it was already being debated. I think Trudeau's government is the one that started it, but I can't nah. be a hundred percent sure. So I don't know. Y'all out there let us know. But Devin, let's talk about Trudeau it. Trudeau seems too too new for <laughs> too new for this. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like that should have been like a longer debate. Even though I've I, I've I've only been here six years and mm. I don't really get into politics, so that's why I don't know. So I'm not even gonna excuse myself, yo. Let's leave the oh, let's leave the political side <laughs> yeah. out of it. Um, let's just talk about our own opinions oh, we, about bro. We. <laughs> if you love it, do it. Smoke it up. I don't care. Do you? It's your life. As long as it's not gonna affect your health, cause you know, um, we're not gonna. We don't wanna. I don't. I don't even wanna say that either. Like I feel like, even with cigarettes, mm. that's that's your choice. You know. Um, yeah, I understand. It's not healthy for you, but, you know, people go through situations, and if they if they feel like they need it, then it's your life. You know what I mean? Like. And same thing with weed. And even though, like, the weed is different because, you know, it's not unhealthy. Yeah. It's a natural um, plant grows. Exactly. I've, I grew up around the smoke of weed. 
Like, my dad was smoking weed every day when I lived in Haiti. Okay. Oh, there we go. When there I lived go. in I was, Haiti. I was almost going to ask him, can you let the crowd know where you're actually from? Oh, yeah. Yo! 509! <laughs> um, yeah. So, when I lived in Haiti, I lived there for 13 years. Well, I lived with my dad for 16 years in yeah. total. And he smoked regularly around me, right? Like, yeah. even when I was a baby. Oh. So... So you've been around I've it. I've been around it, and it doesn't. No... Yeah, like my dad is like the chillest dude. I don't see it. I don't see. I don't see the weed affecting him yeah. in any negative way. So that's like my model to say, hey, if people can actually control themselves mm-hmm. and don't abuse it, yeah, then yo, like, I mean, yeah, <laughs> why not? Yeah, why not? Only like, only thing I have, uh, I have, I would not agree with. Mm-hmm. I would say. For me, personally, if you're below 18, do not touch it. Do not touch it. Listen to grandpa. Do not. Preferably, I would say 18 and above. 18 and above. Uh, Then your brain is starting to understand. Okay, it's grown enough Mm -hmm. uh, to handle stuff like that. The hallucinating, not hallucinating, but like... Hallucinate, (laughs) The feeling you get from smoking weed, all the weed smokers, you know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> can you let me finish my thought? Please go, sir. Go ahead. No, just joking. <laughs> but I feel like it should be uh, 18 and above. In Canada, to buy it, you have to be 19 anyway to get it. We all know. We all know. There's, there's a loophole people can use to get it anyway. Mm-hmm. But I personally say for you to start or even think about smoking weed you have to be 18 and above and i feel before you dive into it know what you're dealing with know what you're smoking know how it affects you the different brands the different breeds uh th uh, the thc level cbd Mm -hmm. what it helps you with it's a whole lot we can go through bro but mm -hmm. yeah no sorry but i feel like I don't have a problem with it being legalized. I feel it decriminalizes it. People are not scared walking around with weed. Mm-hmm. People are not looking over their backs. We've seen... Uh, the ex- I'm going to use an example that is out of this world. But we've seen um, what how people are treated in the U.S. when they're found with a bit of weed and they end up serving... You mean blacks? Yeah. <laughs> Black people in the U.S. when they're found with a bit of weed and they end up serving times... Uh, they end up going to jail and coming out on probation for staying on probation for years for just holding a beat or just a couple yeah. grams of weed. Yeah. So that in that aspect, that's why I feel like Toronto, uh, Canada is doing is taking the right step forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see what you mean when it, um, when you bring up the point um, when when you bring the point of you know how it affects people mm-hmm. in um, with the law. Mm-hmm. Then that's it's a good thing to you know, cause I mean, it's not a crime. Like I'm not hurting people. Exactly. You know, like why should it be a crime? Okay, let's think about it this way. Yeah. The law was built, like it was, you know, yeah, it was built, built to protect based, people based on Christianity. Okay. Um, and if you wanna like be more specific, based on the commandments. Yeah. You know, and then there was other stuff about it you know like every, something everything has to be fair and stuff like that yeah. um so i mean i'm not hurting anyone 
I'm not taking away from anyone. Exactly. Why should I? Why should I be arrested for just enjoying myself? That's but true. you said something else though. You um, brought up the age thing. Mm. You know, like you should not be smoking below eighteen. Below eighteen. Yeah. I think that's that's more of a personal thing, because even like I I I see some eighteen year olds, and they just act like thirteen year olds. So it's. For I me, it's more that a, argument is not about how you act. I feel like if you're below 18, your brain is not developed enough to be, to be able to handle oh, the, effects, okay. Okay. the effects of weed on your brain. Right. Personally, that's just my personal opinion. I think there's been, there's, research has been done on this. Mm. Uh, I don't have the statistics, but I feel before you even think about smoking, the same way they tell you you cannot buy cigarettes, you have to be developed enough to make your own decision to know, like, if I touch this and it messes up my stuff, mm. it's on me. It's not on anyone else. You know you started it by your own decision. If you're 13 and smoking weed, I don't feel you... 13, don't even be looking at any shit like this. Get through your high school, finish your high school, get to a time where you can, where you have control. Yeah. If you're using it medically to help with stuff like seizures or stuff like that, and it's being controlled by someone older than you, mm-hmm. hey, I I can't speak on that. That's a, that's a whole different story. Yeah, you know, so, and that's health. If it help helps you balance out your health, mental health, physical health, whatever it is, that's on you. Fair enough. If you're younger than eighteen, go ahead. As long as there's someone to watch you and control, but. Personally, I think you have to be eighteen and over. No, listen to Grandpa, guys. Oh, by the way, I don't know. Do they? Do they know? Do they? They don't know this nickname yet. <laughs> Gram is so old, guys. We we're just talking about this. Gram is so old. Wow. We call him Grandpa. Oh, so God. if you ever see him in the streets, because you know he be out here in the streets, um, as DJ Greasy, just go up to him and call him Grandpa. Okay, <laughs> transitioning from that, let's listen to some music. Uh, yeah, I go by Grandpa. Next song is gonna be 4 a.m. Two Chains, Travis Scott. Enjoy. Nigga, for the free free on a nigga, yeah. You ZZ on a nigga, king like BB on you, nigga, yeah. Rob a champagne pee. If it wasn't for the struggle, then I wouldn't be me. Call me Deuce or Dose, and the thing but broke. Got my aim from the scope, got the game by the throat. Okay, yeah, you popped up on me by surprise. You see, I never took you for the popping type. Then it's 4 a.m., so please believe the hype. Hit the lights, I'm way over top. Pop it, flick it, drop a piss in the location. What? I'm gonna pull up in that bullet coupe spaceship. Drop off a bag and some dangerous. I'm gonna hit you for a MC if you make it. Watch your colleague go by the sky. Ooh, in a group with the best rapper that's alive. Ooh, never turn my back on my slime. Ooh, I ain't wanna fuck the bit, but she was fine. Ooh, hold up, baby, let me take my time. Some head and try to drive. Ooh, jumping out the cake and that's surprising. Ooh, picking up the duffel bag like exercising. Bought my mom new house cause she deserve it. Ooh, right, this makes perfect, but nobody's perfect. Ooh, ask 
popped up on me by surprise. You see, I never took you for the popping type. Then it's 4 a.m., so please believe the hype. Hit the lights, I'm way over top. Pop it, flick it. Drop a piss in the location. I'm a one the next topic is gonna be interesting is it oh, truly is um, we're gonna dive into the music industry um, and all the beefs that were going on this year um, what the hell? <laughs> so Sorry for being a petty girlfriend to you <laughs> <laughs> so this year has been interesting in terms of music beef whatever you might call it in hip-hop Wherever I don't know, I follow. I'm I like a we like I spoke earlier. I'm a DJ on the side. I'm I'm always on top of my music and always on top of this beef shit. Oh, it adds a little bit more salt and flavor into the music. But but you you can't just say you're a DJ. You got that's the right that's the perfect situation to like do some self advertisement. I'm a DJ, DJ Greasy. DJ Greasy. That's. Um, what type of genres? I cover mostly everything from hip hop, dance hall, uh, trap, uh, trap, trap, trap. Uh, Afrobeat. I love Afrobeat. I'm oh, I didn't say much about me, uh, but I'm originally from Uganda. Uh, been in Canada five years, so that's enough about me. But he's very modest, guys. Trust me. I don't know why he's single. <laughs> First of all, we don't um, get on that. Um, single, yeah. I need We're to not, find, okay, okay, okay. I need to find going. me a woman soon enough. Later, later, later. Later, later, later. later. We'll live it too young for you. Oh, <laughs> there's that as well. There's that. There's that. So, if you come up to me, uh, please come with your ID. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. We check IDs around. We check here. IDs this around here. This ain't Africa. Here. <laughs> no, 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 no. Or Haiti. <laughs> We bro, got it. <laughs> bro, speaking of, uh -huh. so you know I was in Haiti, right? Uh, yeah. Two weeks, no, three weeks ago? Yeah. Well, the first time I went last month, right? Yeah. I go to this event happening um, at this school. Yeah. But it was, it was in an actual, like, it was kind of like a club type thing, mm -hmm. but an outdoors club. Oh, shit. So, like, there's a lot of people, mm -hmm. and then I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm starting to feel like I want to dance. They started playing Afrobeat. And you know, uh, me and you, you and I, we, we go, both. we go off when yes. we party. Yes. Oh, we and they start off. playing some dancehall too. And of course, if they start playing some dancehall, I'm gonna want to get, I'm gonna want to get a partner. He's gonna look for that bubble. Exactly, <laughs> bubble. So I'm looking around, and bro, I see everyone. Every single girl I see look like they're 14 years old. And I'm like, I did not come here to get arrested. <laughs> And that's not even the worst thing, bro. 
Oh. I see this young kid. I could definitely swear she was. I mean, he was between nine to eleven years old. I see this young kid. He's going off. He's like killing it on the dance floor. And all of a sudden, I see a grown ass teenager come in front of him and like bend over. And this this young kid like opens his legs, and this man is daggering better than I ever could in my whole life. And Ooh, I'm like, what welcome the hell? to Haiti, bro, bro. I'm like, this is what happens in a country where they don't check ID. This is what the kids be doing. They don't play soccer no more. That's why you don't see us at the at the World Cup, guys. That's why you never see us at the World Cup. We've been doing other stuff. The World <laughs> Cup is on the dance floor. Yeah, exactly. Find us on the dance floor. Find us on the dance floor. Anyway, <laughs> back, back, back to the music. Back to the all the beefs that happened this year. So earlier this year, we had the Drake Pushy T beef. Oh, you want to talk about that? No, we're just gonna dive into that. We'll uh, no, just okay. a little touch. Uh, I know Toronto is a little sore about that. <laughs> are we? Uh, I know a lot of Torontonians that actually were were. Um, supporting Pusha though, like a lot of people started listening to his music more after that. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Everyone checked out. Uh, like, personally, I've been listening to Pusha back since when? You understand? Uh, back in the days when he was still with his brother. Um, I forget some of the songs they played back when. Um, but oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> funny, funny, funny how um, we are talking about this and the Pusha song comes on. Had piano off his new album, Daytona. I don't know if you all have listened to it. Nah. Take a listen. It's a nightmare, yeah. I'm too rare amongst all of this pink hair. Still do the front stare on a brick. Tap, tap, throw the phone if you hear it click. Art Basil in the vessel. Your bust down is bust down and don't match the metal. Lower levels where you settle at. I'm the pot calling the kettle black. Where there's no great pen. That's no, for you. He's fire. Happy. Uh, oh, you want bars? Like, his, it's not even just his bars. His flow is just so effortless. The, deli- the delivery of his flow is just effortless. But I'm going to be honest with you. I have not listened to a Pusha T track since New God Flow. <laughs> oh, shit. That's like some 2012 shit? Way no? back. That's no. way back. So, anyway, if you all want to dive into Pusha for the first time, Daytona ain't... Daytona is not a bad album. This is featuring Rick Ross. But I don't think that's that. I don't think you would convince me to listen to a song, though, if you say it's not a bad album, Graham. No, it's definitely not a bad album. Exactly. I don't know if I'm really that interested when you just tell me it's not a bad album. Because there's a lot of albums that are not bad out here, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Um... Sell it to hip hop wise. Hip hop wise, I think it's one of the better albums that came out this year. Okay, hip hop wise, hip hop wise, I think in the albums that came out this year, in terms of hip hop, uh, I put Nipsey Hussle's Victory Lap there. Uh, Daytona. Okay. Uh, of course, I gotta put Scorpion in there. Um, uh, That's biased. No, that's biased. Not biased. That's it's biased. good I'm music. Call you out on your bullshit. It's good music. <laughs> um, well, what other album dropped this year? What other hip hop album dropped this year? Well, it's been a lot. The Carter Five just. The Carter Five just dropped. I'm still listening to that. I'm 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 not quick to rush to 
decide where album lands, but mm. it is definitely a great album. It's good to have Wheezy back in the game. Yeah, that's for sure. Definitely. I um, listened to a part of it, and that was, yo, I'm telling you, some of the tracks on there uh, are just... What, fire your, doesn't even start to describe. What's your recommendation of a on Cut this, of Five? On, on the, on the Cut of Five? Cut of five? Yeah. If I if I have to pick one, it would definitely be it would definitely have to be um, can't be broken. I think the that's the a, hook with that female artist. Song. That's what's amazing. her name? I don't know, bro. I don't she know. is she that gives me one. that she yo she nearly gave me goosebumps yo. <laughs> you know when you listen to a song and you, it just gives you the chills yeah, down bro. your spine. It's that kind of song, it's but that kind of song. and it's talking about real stuff like stuff that that affects you. In a certain way, so that's why. Uh, that's why. And not even just that. He has he has some great word plays uh, in them too. Like in, in Wayne, that song too. Wayne has always been a wordsmith. I feel like Wayne, through his career, has been a wordsmith. I can never feel like Wayne won't be uh, if he delivers something that he won't give us good work. But uh, on top of that, oh, Kamakazi is another one that. Uh, Who put that out? Eminem. Eminem, uh, Kamakazi, I feel, was a good album. Some people are like, eh, eh, it's iffy, eh. But I feel y'all asked for Slim Shady back. You got Slim Shady. True. So back to the beef, back to the beefs, back to the beefs. So what's beef? What's beef? Yeah. Uh, what's beef? Uh, now I was just quoting Biggie. <laughs> what's beef? Hey. Beef is when I put... Oh, I forgot. <laughs> e, man, forgot the lyrics. I forgot the lyrics. Something about ICU. He said something about ICU. It, beef is when I see you. I send you to the ICU. Something oh. about like emergency or something. Emergency. Like when yeah. I see you and I send you to the ICU. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. That's a good. That's a good. Yo, that's good wordplay. That's forever. What yeah. Definitely. Definitely. I can't oh, disagree agree? with that. I can't disagree with that. Okay. Wordsmith. Um, Biggie is up there. Yeah. Um, so that one I cannot disagree with. Uh, but back to the pusher. I don't know if you listened to the, the to the Adidon disc. Oh yeah, I did. I did actually. So I lied. But my last the last pusher song I listened to was not New God Flow. It's Adidon. the disc drop. Yeah, cause like what? I'm basic, y'all. I had to get with the trend. <laughs> what do you think of Adidon? Oh, Adidon was just like straight up journalism. <laughs> like, <laughs> What you mean? <laughs> this man, this man just—he actually had detectives hired and everything. Like, he was—he was on some on some deep shit. Like, Yo. but his delivery, his delivery, and the way he just structured the track—it was dope. It was fire. I enjoyed listening to it. It's just—it's one of those tracks. You know, sometimes when a, when a rapper put out a diss track, mm -hmm. and you just want to keep listening to it, you listen to it, but you want to keep listening to it because. Mm -hmm. You wanna you wanna still be fed by the drama. Yeah. You know, the that's drama beef. keeps you you know. That's that's what beef it is. Yeah. Like the drama the thing is that people forget that hip hop is is a genre that has run on like you push me, you push my button, I push back. Yeah. You understand? That's how it started. And that's how beef is like you with hip hop you have to prove yourself. Exactly. Like someone calls you out, you step up and Show your game. So, but what I love about that track though is when he starts, he yeah. literally says what he's about to do. He's like, it's about to be a surgical summer. Like he was about to operate, like do a damn surgery into Drake's life. 
But <laughs> he borrowed that from Drake's own diss track, really? which is the Dappy Freestyle, the one that came out before. I don't know if you listened to that, but um, um. where at the end of Dappy Freestyle, Drake is like, oh, it's going to be a Sajiko summer. Oh, really? And then Pushy T picks up on that and puts it at the start of his song and then spills all the tea. Well, you come at me, I come at you too. With exactly. Nice, so we're going to have a listen, a touch of uh, Dappy Freestyle and then we'll listen to a little bit of the... Uh, added on and y'all can get what we are talking about it would be weird when you're like oh these two are rumbling we don't even know what the hell they're talking about uh, so trying to find the songs uh, this is Dappy Freestyle the diss track that was supposed to be Kanye West Pushy T diss track alright let's listen uh, oh, sorry some other music playing in the background. We'll pause that first. Here's Dappy Freestyle. So if you rebuke me for working with someone else on a couple of V's, what do you really think of the nigga that's making your beats? I've done things for him I thought that he never would need. Father had to stretch his hands out and get it from me. I pop style for 30 hours and let him repeat. Now you popping up with the jokes, I'm dead, I'm asleep. I just left him over by y'all putting pen to the sheets. Tired of sitting quiet and helping my enemies eat. Keep getting temperature checks, they know that my head overheats. Don't know why the fuck you niggas listening, dead, I'm a Steve. Must have had your infrared wrong, now your head in a beam. Y'all are the spitting image of whatever jealousy breeds. Don't push me when I'm in album mode. You're not even top five as far as your label talent goes. Shit! Well, I gotta challenge those. But I bring calicos to the Alamo. I can never have a Virgil in my circle and hold him back because he makes me nervous. I want to see my brothers flourish to their higher purpose. You niggas leeches and serpents. I think it's good and now the teachers are learning. Yeah. Your brother said it was your cousin and him and you. So you don't rap what you did. You just rap what you knew. Don't be ashamed. There's plenty of niggas that do what you all right, so that's a so touch. So you don't rap what you did. You exactly. Just rap what you um, like I said, uh, a lot of ass niggas do that. <laughs> Pushy Pushy T has been in the game for a while, and before he was with his brother, a little background story. And with his brother, they were known to be like these big drug dealer pushers, like Pushy T. Push. So. So um, like they they were actually notorious. Yeah. Oh shit. So, but. The story that floats out there is that Pushy T's brother was the main man. Pushy T was just like the one behind. He was not really... He was in it, but not fully. So whenever he talks about... And Push, if you listen to Pushy T's songs, he's always talking about this drug dealing and all of that. So when, um, when Drake says in the freestyle, it was... I was, we were told it was you, it was your brother, not you. Uh, it's kind of like a dab, like, oh, yeah, we know, yeah, you were in the game, but <laughs> don't lie to everyone that you were the one doing the shit mm -hmm. while your brother was the one running the game. So that's, that's what, that, that, that kind of touched Pusher in a certain way and some of the stuff. Most of the song, I feel, was, that was pushed towards Kanye. Sure. But, like, it, it kind of reminds me of Jay-Z, though. How? Um, Jay-Z's diss against, um, this track against, uh, Nas. Oh, shit, uh, Ether take versus, over. uh, take, oh. Yeah. 
nigga, you witnessed it from your folks back. Jeez. Yeah, oh, man. that beef was that beef yeah, that, that was that's one for the history books of hip hop. That's one for the history nah, books. but like I think I think that was a little I know, are are is are Drake and um Jay Z cool now? They're cool? They mm-hmm. never like they've never made like they've been slick dissing each other yeah. for a time. But they've never really said if they've settled their beef. But they're now Jay Z's now enough. His forties is a yeah, multi millionaire, billionaire almost. He cares about real estate. It's now. Man, like, he doesn't care about little yeah, rappers, little, little, little light skinned rappers. rappers. <laughs> Drake is getting there with all his businesses and all that, but it's still a long way from reaching Jay Z's level. <laughs> nice. There we Twinning. Go. <laughs> So here's a a touch of us a sound of Adidan the story of Adidan. Weirdly, we're just talking about Jay Z and um, this was the the instrumental used on this was of the story of uh, OJ. Yeah. Of uh, the album Four Forty Four. Oh yeah. So he sampled that and used it in this in this diss track. So take a listen, and we'll come back to it. Easy money. It's about to be a surgical summer. Chop the tops off the coops. The cuatro ciento ochenta y ocho. The spider joint. And you know we gotta cut the heads off these snakes, right? Watch the body drop. I'm on one. You mentioned wedding ring like it's a bad thing. Your father walked away at five, hell of a dad thing. Marriage is something that said he never had, Drake. How you a winner, but she keep coming in last place. Monkey soup, Dennis, you parade him. A Steve Harvey soup, nigga made him. Confused, always felt you weren't black enough. Afraid to grow it, cause your fro wouldn't nap enough. Since you name drop my fiance, let him know who you chose is your Beyonce. Sophie knows better as your baby mother. Cleaned her up for IG, but the stench is on her. Her baby's involved, it's deeper than rap. We talking character, let me keep with the facts. You are hiding a child, let that boy come home. Deadbeat motherfucker playing Border Patrol. Man came out for him with fire. He cannot come to Scarborough. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's disrespectful. He cannot come to Scarborough. So we all know now Drake has a kid. uh, Has had a kid for a minute. He hadn't put it out there. And then (laughs) everyone, you, everyone had it on this track. Like, oh my God. When I had this track the first time, I had to put it on repeat right away. I was like, the fuck? I thought we knew Drake. But and when he refers to him like deadbeat dad, like his own dad leaving him, yeah. I was like, yo, man, that was a low blow, but still, this is hip-hop. I'm all for it. 
Uh, I'm all for it. So see, you said we all we all thought we knew Drake, but just like Lil Wayne said, and can't be broken. Um, even a pretty face can break a mirror, bro. That's true. Yo, so like you can't. Like I always say, I I can like someone's music, but I can't always say that I like the the artist. You know what I mean? Like I don't know the artist in his yeah in his private time. True. So I feel like. And plus, yo, honestly, I've always said Drake looks like somebody that would be a snake if you were friends with him. I don't know that for facts, but uh, that's just how I feel about him. I'd still true. be friends with him, though. True. I mean, I'm trying to get free entry at the club. <laughs> that's right. Um, <laughs> on top of that, the whole look in the mirror of yeah. the Kata 5. Again, off the Kata 5, mm -hmm. there's a song called Mona Lisa featuring Drake. And they talk about how it's, there's more to the story. But like the whole idea behind it, that we all have, we, we, we're just like a painting. People are just like a painting. Yeah, yeah. There's a smile we show on mm -hmm. the front, but once you take all of that away, there's a lot behind that we don't know. Exactly. That's so, why. I... And I see in the world we live in today with the social media, what and never, we put up this picture. On social media, smiling, painting, oh, like, mad oh, filters, oh, mad filters, and everything. <laughs> first go, in, in we are living in a snap, 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 snap world, yeah. a microwave world, what they call it now. It's an appearance world. You understand? Uh, you have to keep up these appearances just to, and for a celebrity, I'm guessing it's almost a hundred times harder. Uh, you have to keep up this appearance, make sure that everything looks good. Mm -hmm. But then stuff like this comes out and you're like, oh shit, you're not, a, we are not, you're not as holy as we used to think. See, but that's why I admire Kevin Durant. Mm. Oh. You know, um, a few days ago he admitted, because you know, like for the past year since yeah, he joined he's the Warriors, been, he's there's been, been a lot been... of controversy with yeah. how he responds to the media and the tweets yeah. and stuff like that. And the man said, yo, I'm just, trying to, I'm just trying to stay honest out here. I'm not trying to, like, put a pretty face mm -hmm. and just be fake and, and be fake to y'all. Because, like, I just can't pull it off, you know? Mm -hmm. I tried it in Oklahoma. Yeah. And I, and I think that's basically why he had to leave Oklahoma to just, like, make sure people knew that he wasn't He wasn't this nicey, nicey guy that people yeah, used to well, think Yeah, he wasn't as predictable as they thought he was. And that's why I admire him. And I think that's pretty much the same thing you're saying, man, like. Yeah, I feel like we've we've come to a point where um, we hide everything. I'm not saying put everything about you out in the world, mm -hmm. but I put everything out. Hey, the ladies asked me to. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Hey, everyone <laughs> has their way of doing stuff. Hey, he puts everything out there. <laughs> if the ladies ask him to, hey, if they ask, hey, okay, you know what? I'm switching. I'm switching um, the way I said that. Okay. If my lady asked me to, there we go. You know who you are. <laughs> oh shit! Are we gonna get a name? Yo, yo, no, but like, no, I was just, I was just kidding. I'm, I'm single, just like you, man. Right. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. We'll leave it at that. Yeah. Single, single men's up in here. Yo, we're, we're living a happy life. All hey. we do is go to school, work, and read books. We don't have to worry about how much we're going to spend on dates. And that's come what's here, up. And come here and do the radio show. that's pretty show. sad, too. <laughs> really yeah, sad, I'm but... Come do... Is it sad? I don't think it's sad. It's I actually not love sad, but, like, 
I feel like being. I know people are so afraid of being single. I don't know why. Bro, I think we should have a whole show about that though. Yeah, so we'll go back to the beefs. That that yeah. single relationship stuff, we'll talk about yeah, it. I could write a book about that, so maybe we'll do like five shows. Kidding. All right. <laughs> Not All right. really. <laughs> hey, he says you could write a book. Would you buy it? Buy it. Honestly, I, yo, it's actually so weird how I think I'm the person with the most relationship knowledge that I know, and I haven't really been in that many. It's funny to me. Even people come to me for, like, relationship advice and shit. Yeah. I'm like... Maybe you're a good listener. You listen and then you give your advice. Yo, that's, you that's advice. true, though. That's true, though. Even, even when I tutor and stuff, like, people make me feel like I'm a therapist or some shit. Yeah, I feel like a therapist, too. Look at me right now the way I'm sitting. Like, in my legs Man, he's sitting right here crossed out legs. He's like, hands crawl. Like, he's in a therapist session <laughs> right now. I'm literally paying so much attention to what Graham has to say. Keep talking, girl. But, like, all I'm saying is that that's a good attribute to have. Being attentive, knowing... What listening first, I think that's also something that has been lost yeah. in terms of relationships and all of whatever in anything yeah. where people lose attention so fast. Yeah. Like they hear something and they're like, oh, well, two minutes later, what, what, what was it? What were we talking about? And I feel like that is also like that has disappeared. So, you having that attribute, I couldn't, you know, I'm just kudos I'm just to advanced you, man. At life, thank kudos you. to you, man. I'm advanced at life, just saying, you know, if you want a real nigga advanced at life, just call me. Devin. Hit me up. Devin. Devin on... 1-800-Hotline. <laughs> <laughs> I, I almost was going to give up. You did it yourself. Anyway, uh, aside from that... Yo, uh, I, I'm on a radio show. I got a... Or uh, radio show slash podcast. podcast. I got to take advantage of that. You think I'm just here just talk? <laughs> no, no, no. We're, we're here to talk, but we're here to talk about real shit. Like, exactly. our real opinions. And get me things this, out this is This is not edited. This is not... Filtered, we're talking straight up. And get me some things out here if you like my voice, holla. Alright? We will have a couple guests in here, so <laughs> if you hear this and you feel you want to be part of it, holla. Holla. Holla at, at, holla at um, Instagram. On, yeah, Graham's Instagram. You Instagram, I'll, I'll share all my details. Those yeah. who follow me on Instagram, you all know how to reach me. Um, talk about it, share the show, talk to your friends. Yeah. Um, in the moment, I'm like not doing that at all. Right though. now, the man is taking a break from social media. It's understandable. I do need a break from it as well. Not yet. Uh, not yet. <laughs> For now, we need to get through this show. Let's get. But it. before we go deeper, deeper into that, we gotta go back to the beef. There is one that killed me. That one has been the recent, recently. Uh, Tell me more. Machine Gun Kelly versus Eminem. Well, I don't know anything about that. So, this uh, Eminem released uh, his album, uh, what was it called? Revival. And uh, honestly, as a music lover and as a person who grew up listening to AIM, all the old Eminem, I didn't like it at all. Revival, it felt so pop, so... Which year was that? Uh, earlier this year, actually. Oh, Earlier this year, I thought you said Kami, Kamikaze or something. Yeah, like Kamikaze also came out right after that. Because so, he releases this revival mm. album. It has features from Beyonce, Ed Sheeran. He has all these big names on it. But once you listen to it, it's not... It sounds... It sounds so pop. Is he trying to say he's not a rapper, he's an artist like Post? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That would be funny. I don't know. <laughs> that would be I don't funny. know. Eminem, for me, I feel he's one of the 
best lyricist, if not the best, in the world. In in rap. I don't Nah, I know I know better lyricists. Everyone like I said, there's rap, top five, everyone's is different, but lyricists, everyone's choices are different. Subjective. But uh are subjective or you can say that. No, we can say that. Uh so he releases revival, goes on the goes out, it's every critic talk hates it. People memed they made it into a meme. Like everyone hated it. There were some tracks on that I liked the Ed Sheeran track. Um I liked uh the track he did with Beyonce. Um some of the tracks were good but many of them I could live without. Okay? Mm-hmm. And I guess Eminem was watching social media, seeing what people were saying about the album. And then he comes back with Kamikaze to address everyone who said shit about him. So Kamikaze was, we asked for Slim Shady, we got Slim Shady back. Okay. So, um... The man came through. He came through. I'll see if I can find some tracks of Kamikaze and I'll play one. But So, uh, going to... Going back to, uh, so, yeah, back to the beef and all of that with uh, him and uh, Machine Gun Kelly. Uh, he he addresses that he addresses Machine Gun Kelly on uh, one of the songs of uh, of Kamikaze. What was the track called? Ah, I keep forgetting off the top of my head. Um, but he addresses him for something he did back in twenty twelve. So Machine Gun Kelly is this Machine Gun Kelly okay. is this uh, white rapper from uh, the South? I forget what country exactly, what uh, state exactly. In twenty twelve, uh, he tweets something about Eminem's daughter. Eminem's daughter then was twelve years old. I think. Oh come on, Machine, Machine Gun Kelly, come on. Um, like we all know, you don't speak nothing about anyone else's child, no matter what, whether you're dissing, whether you're complimenting. You're an old man talking about a young kid. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yeah. Okay, to him it seemed like a compliment. But Eminem... What did he say exactly, do you know? I forget the tweet. Ugh, if I could find it online. Um, you know to... what? We're going to get to the we'll, bottom of this. We will we'll find it. Um, Let me sing to the people real quick. Ooh, I'm about to dive in. <laughs> We're about oh. to dive into this tweet. Um, so... Eminem addresses him on uh, uh, the so- on uh, a song of Kamikaze. I also try to find that song as well. I forget what it's called, but... Uh, yeah. um, so he addresses him, actually calls him out by name on the song. Then, mm-hmm. then Eminem replies... Uh, Machine Gun Kelly replies with his own diss track, a full diss track. Called Rap Devil, of this. So you remember referring to himself as Rap Devil? Yeah, remember the song Eminem released a couple of years ago, Rap God. Mm-hmm. So he just flips that and makes it a. Uh... Oh, also I just got the tweet. Okay. Uh, should I read it in his voice? Yeah. What What does his voice sound like? I I can't tell you. He's okay. a white. He's a white Southern. I just read it in your regular voice. I can do all of that. I was trying to entertain y'all people, but I can't do all of that. Um, okay, so I just saw I just saw a picture of Eminem's daughter, and I have to say, she is hot as fuck, in the most respectful way possible, cause M is king. 
So, yeah, if you respect him, and Machine Gun Kelly always referred to him. But how old was he in 2012? He was like 20-something. And he was referring to Eminem's birthday. Yeah. But do we know if he knew the, um, her age? Because she might, she, might, she might just appear very no, mature. No, at that time she was 2012. She was 12. So. She was 12, but yeah. like... Uh, how, what did she, she could look, like? look mature, it doesn't matter, but... I don't, how many girls do we see online who wear makeup, look... Do not look their age. Okay, but that's what I'm saying. Like, a lot of girls these days, they just don't look their age. They look way, way older. So if we don't know that he knew her age... You've been in the music industry. You respect this rapper. I'm sure you've done your research and you know. Nah, bro. Eminem, Eminem, if you know one thing about Eminem, he's kept his daughter and his children out of social media, out of people's, uh, out of... uh, uh, social media out of the media for people to talk about and all of that. If have you ever had anything about Eminem's daughter? It, well, that's what I'm saying. Okay, so he saw the daughter. I don't know what she looked like. Mm-hmm. May, let's 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 say maybe she may have looked older at the time. Mm-hmm. Would you still blame him though? Yeah. Why? Because like, why? Not- why do, okay. Why would he know how old? Eminem's daughter is because there's one thing if you search Eminem's nah I don't I don't I'm I'm a fan of a lot of people well not that many actually (laughs) let me see I'm I'm a big fan of Kendrick I don't know I don't know I don't even know if he has kids yeah but (laughs) like the thing is that you are a fan he was supposed to be like oh I I um he's the next white rapper he feels like Eminem that's what people portrayed him as. Maybe that probably wasn't his ah. mindset. Let me let me show let me show you an interview. Okay, Eminem, right. Eminem, go. why why he dissed? Why he felt like he dissed? His reason for dissing MGK. Um, like I said, if it was my own child, and you go and start talking about. No, then, but because you know your child is 12, and of course you're going to... Yeah, and if, uh, if my child was 12 and I go online, mm-hmm. see this 20-something-year-old saying, oh, shit, I'm, I can say something, Eminem's daughter, oh, my Graham's daughter is this, uh, she looks fine. No! No, but that's different, because like, when you're the parent, then that's a different sentiment. Yeah, so uh, I'm Eminem, just saying Eminem is right for for mm-hmm. you know like doing all whatever he's doing whatever he's saying about MGK, but I don't think we are entitled to judge the guy because we don't know what he knew and what he did not know and what that girl looked like in 2012. Okay, because 12 year old girls be looking 20 nowadays. <laughs> I'm just saying you know that that's you know I support what you said. If they're coming to you, bring they gotta bring their ID. Alright, All right, let's just listen to uh, Eminem's uh, explanation why he did He did uh, an interview a couple, I think last month, was it last month? He did a couple of interviews. It was one interview but divided it into right. many snippets with Sway. And here's a reason why he said he dissed uh, MGK. This right, album, uh, you went in on MGK, you guys had a discrepancy. He mentioned it in his response song, uh, Rap Devil, you know, that let's call Sway and ask him why I can't get on Shade 4 or 5. That was in um, response, so I've seen him on the street once, and I didn't know he couldn't come up to Shade at that time, uh, 4 or 5. And I said, man, come on up, man. And then I had to see him again and say, hey, man, I don't know what this shit is. 
Yeah. But until that gets cleared up, there's no way I can have you on there. Yeah. What's the shit with that? What happened? Well, the shit is, just for the record, the the thing that was going on that he was saying about my daughter, I didn't even know about that until like literally like a year and a half later. Okay. I wasn't. It just it never hit my radar, and then. One day, you know, you go down the fucking wormhole of YouTube and whatever, right? <laughs> so I see.